Hello, this is Tony Blazer for the Motocross Vault presented by Blinzall. If you're in the market for some high-quality racing oil for your two-stroke or four, make sure you go to blinzall.com and use our discount code VAULT20 to save 20% at checkout. Thank you for all the support. Hi, this is Doug Dubach. Welcome to the Motocross Vault. Hello and welcome back to the Motocross Vault. My name is Tony Blazer and what this video is going to cover is a look back at the 1997 250 class and how they fared in the shootouts of the time. Uh, this video is going to cover what the three major magazines in the 90s thought that would be motocross action, dirt bike, and dirt rider. Uh, at this point, MX Racer was still a couple years away. Uh, Racer X, of course, was also not around and they didn't do shootouts anyway. So uh, these are like the, the big three and how these machines stacked up. This is a big year for motocross with the introduction of the all-new 97 CR250. I mean, man, when this thing came out, I just thought it had to be the coolest machine I'd ever seen in my entire life. A uh, good buddy of mine traded in his old CR on one, and I was just, like, so jealous. I wanted this bike so bad. Turns out maybe it wasn't the best machine. Um, my 96 actually was a better motorcycle, I think, in most regards. But it really didn't look as cool as this 97. If, if bikes won on looks alone, I think this 97 would have been unbeaten, but... You know, now it's known mainly as the machine that kind of drove uh, McGrath away from Honda. But uh, at the time, it was just so much hype around this bike. Everybody wanted it. And I think if you look at the, if I look at these tests from 97, the original tests in the shootout, I think people really wanted to like this motorcycle a lot. Uh, a year later, if you look at the tests, everybody's like, you know, crapping on it. And, oh, yeah, the bike was this, it was that or the other. But when it first came out, all the magazines, either they were... I don't know, uh, hot on, high on their own supply or something. They all love this bike, and then it kind of soured over time. So it is funny to go back and read the original test back in 97 and how uh, the initial impressions weren't nearly as negative as what they became later. I think in hindsight, people thought, hey, the bike was a little bit, you know, not as great as it was initially. I never actually rode the 97. I, I had a 99 myself, and uh, I never liked this chassis. It was very... Um, very unforgiving, a lot of vibration, and just I just didn't really care for the motorcycle. Uh, I remember riding it back to back uh, with uh, my buddy's 99 250 with my 96, and uh, I like the still like the 96 better. But in any case, at the time, I think a lot of people were buying into it, and the the CR 250, ironically, does really well in the shootouts. It actually turned out to be really popular this year, in spite of the fact that later on people you know crapped on it. <laughs> but uh, here, this first time out, I think they're really high on the machine anyway. Uh, so if you like this sort of thing, check out some of the other videos I've done. I just did a review of the 2001 uh, Cannondale Motocross Project and that first MX design they came out with. Really interesting story. Uh, I, I really enjoyed doing the research on that. It's, it's an interesting bike to look back at. Um, and so you can find that on my channel. Uh, you can also find all kinds of reviews of other motorcycles from little minis to ATVs to, you know, Odysseys, whatever I do. I'm very agnostic. If it's off, some kind of off-road machine, you'll be able to find something here on my channel that probably covers it. If you'd like to support what I do here at the Motocross Vault, I have some new Motocross Vault merch available. I just came out with a new design somebody asked me to do uh, with a 1995 Ford Lightning, one of the coolest trucks of the 90s in my opinion. And uh, he asked me to put a 1987 XR600 in the back. Uh, so I uh, worked that up for him. I think it turned out pretty well. I love these XRs. They're cool, iconic machines. Um, and they seem to be pretty popular designs on my uh, on my Teespring store. So you can find a link to that. And I have dozens of other designs, different trucks. I got a Toyota uh, Nissan just came out with a new Nissan hard body design uh, with the Desert Runner kind of look to it. Um, so I have a lot of stuff on there. So if you like that kind of thing, you want to support what I do, check out my Teespring store. Uh, there will be a card here and a link in the description below. So here, without further ado, is the story of the 1997 250 class and how they stacked up in the shootouts of the time. The decade of the 90s was a great time for motocross. 
Supercross was exploding in popularity, with bike sales being strong and overall bike quality was better than ever. Unlike the 70s and 80s, where one brand or another dominated virtually every year, the 90s were a decade of parity. Each brand, with the exclusion of poor KTM, took their turn at the front of the pack and got their share of the glory. In 1996, that bike had been the all-new Suzuki RM250. It claimed the victory in both motocross action and dirt bike shootouts based largely on its supple suspension and its able handling. Its motor was not quite as fast as the Honda CR250 and Kawasaki KX250, but it had much better suspension and that helped it secure the victory. For 1997, a mildly refreshed RM looked to face off against much stiffer competition for the 250 class crown. After a lackluster debut in 1996, the Yamaha YZ250 was back with major motor changes aimed at finding its lost horsepower. The KX250 was back as well, with more top-end power and better balanced suspension for 1997. In the KTM camp, a switch to the Japanese-built Kokosan Ignition promised more snap, and a massive set of 50mm Marzachi conventional forks looked to give the Butterscotch Bullet the best of both suspension worlds. Lastly, we had the most anticipated debut of 1997, Honda's all-new and radically changed alloy-framed CR250. First up in the shootout standings is the 1997 Kawasaki KX250. Motocross Action ranked the KX as first, Dirt Bike Magazine ranked the KX as second, and Dirt Rider ranked the KX250 in first place. In the mid-90s, Kawasaki was the king of the burly mid-range power band. Nothing snapped to attention and barked like the KX250. While it lacked the endless pull of the CR, it made up for it with gobs of open-class torque and a right-now power delivery. For 1997, Kawasaki squeezed a bit more rev out of their mid-range rocket and tweaked the handling slightly to snatch the title of top 250 in the land from the rest of the field. Even Dirtbike, who picked the spacey Honda as the best by a hair, proclaimed the KX a winning machine. Its only real flaw was an overly soft fork that required a spring swap to balance out its chassis. While not unanimous in its victory, it was considered by everyone to be one of the best machines available in 1997. Next up is the 1997 Honda CR250R. In the shootout rankings, Motocross Action picked the CR second, Dirt Bike ranked it first, and Dirt Rider ranked it second. In 1997, the CR250 was the most anticipated machine in motocross. With its fancy road race inspired twin spar alloy frame and swoopy looks, the CR appeared to be something from 10 years into the future. In the performance department, its new power jet carb, traction controlled ignition, and 47mm twin chamber fork all pointed to cutting edge performance. This CR was a bike for the new millennium and on the bleeding edge of performance. Unfortunately, however, the bleeding edge often cuts both ways, and Honda may have overstepped that line a little bit in 1997. With so much anticipation and hysteria built up over the bike, it seems that most of the magazines did not wish to be too hard on the CR at the time. Instead of calling its frame overbuilt and numb, they called the chassis pro-oriented and said things like, the harder you ride it, the better it gets. This, of course, would prove to be a load of BS, as riders would spend the next three years trying to figure out how to make the Honda handle properly. The suspension performance was improved in the front, but still not very good, and it was poor in the back, with a dead feeling that was exacerbated by the lead pipe feel of the chassis. By far the best trait of the bike was its motor, which continued to be the star of the pennant to the stops crowd. Low-end power was fairly mediocre, but the mid-range and top-end power were excellent. Overall, it was a bike that clearly everybody wanted to love, but only Dirt Bike was brave enough to proclaim it the champ in 1997. Next up, we have the 1997 Yamaha YZ250. It finished fourth in motocross actions, shootout standings. Dirt Bike ranked it fifth overall, and Dirt Rider ranked it third. 
Today, most people think of the YZ250s of this era as the best bikes available. Years of McGrath domination have a way of doing that to people's perceptions. In actuality, however, this generation of YZ250s were anything but world beaters early on. All new in 1996, the 250 Yamaha handled well and looked great, but lacked the horsepower to run at the front. For 1997, it was the more to the same, as Yamaha continued to be the slowest bike in the class by a wide margin. Mellow and lethargic were the best ways to describe its sleepy power band. The handling and suspension continued to be excellent, but its lack of ponies relegated it to also-ran status in 1997. Next up is the 1997 Suzuki RM250. It finished 5th overall in motocross action standings, Dirt Bike ranked it 3rd, and Dirt Rider ranked it 4th. In 1996, the all-new Suzuki won the majority of 250 shootouts on the strength of its excellent suspension, sharp handling, and broad power band. It was not as fast as the Honda, but it was better suspended and very fun to ride. For 1997, the RM took a major step backward with a return to their mid-range only routes. The 96's wide and easy-to-use power band was shelved in favor of a punchy mid-range blast that was heavy on hit but light on duration. In addition to the disappointing motor, the RM shock took a turn for the worse in 97 as well, with a choppy and unforgiving ride that no one liked. The beefy Shawa conventional forks continued to offer the best ride in the class, but it was not enough to salvage a very disappointing sophomore outing. Our last machine for 97 is the KTM 250SX. In the shootout rankings, Motocross Action ranked it third overall, Dirt Bike ranked it fourth, and Dirt Rider ranked it fifth. In 1997, KTM was still a bit of an acquired taste to most American racers. Its handling was slightly out of sync with our tight and jump-heavy tracks, and it skewed more towards the fast and flowing circuits of Europe. The suspension performance of its massive 50mm Marzocchi conventional forks and premium Olin shock were super plush off-road, but far too soft for any serious motocross work. The top-end power of the Case Reed motor was very strong, but its slow revving and Duro-like delivery and notchy gearbox were panned by most testers. Braking performance and seat comfort were also last in the field, with a poor feel at the lever and seat foam that seemed to have been carved out of solid oak. While the machine's styling has no bearing on performance, it is worth also noting that no one much cared for the KTM's looks in 97. Kind testers referred to the KTM's palette as butterscotch, while less enthusiastic editors at Dirt Rider referred to it as baby food orange. At least the graphics were new and no longer a retread of 1995. Depending on your intended use, the KTM might have made a decent do-it-all machine. It was a little better off-road than some of the other bikes, but if motocross was your main focus, there were better machines available in 1997. So there you have it. That's a look back at how the 1997 uh, 250 class stacked up in the shootouts at the time. This was a great year for Kawasaki. Kawasaki had a run there, maybe 96, 98, 99 too, if I think if I think back correctly. I think they were pretty much the best bikes to have. The, the suspension was maybe a little soft on them, and they were still big. Their perimeter chassis were always kind of bulky, but they had phenomenal engines this year. They were great mid-range power bands, and they were uh, pretty much winning the shootouts. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people think of the Yamahas, as I said in the main article. They were thought of as being very good machines, in this, but the early ones were not very good. A good friend of mine bought a 96 brand new, and I thought the thing looked cool uh, at the time I had uh, just got rid of my 95YZ, but I like the old one much better. The, the 96 was slow. It was really slow. It was surprisingly slow, and this 97 wasn't much better. It took them a couple years, maybe 98 or 99 was when they finally started getting the Yamahas right, and they started kind of challenging Kawasaki and kind of took over the early 2000s as being the best machines. Honda, of course, very controversial. I still think the thing looks cool. Uh, these bikes were rocket fast. 
Uh, but this first-generation chassis, I think, still had a little bugs to be worked out. Uh, Ronnie Max really likes them, but uh, I think for the average person, maybe there were better machines. In, in spite of what these shootouts say, uh, I think uh, if you quiz most of these editors a year or two later, they'd have a different uh, opinion of it. But in any case, that's how they sh uh, that's how they stacked up at the time, and uh, that's what we covered what they thought at uh, when they did it originally. So if you like this sort of thing, make sure you check out other stuff I've done on the channel. If you could like, subscribe, share on social media, I would very much appreciate it. If you want to leave a comment, you can do so in the area below. I definitely read them. I respond. If there's a particular bike you'd like to see me to do, leave it there as well, and I will try to get to it in the future. So until we meet again, this is Tony Blazer for the Motocross Vault. Keep the rubber side down. Peace.